Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Connor Riley, do you like the 5 plus 7 model? Tell me what you think as we've been talking about this today with our listeners and saying, hey, we got to get our minds around this. The playoff is great, but how we get to the playoff is what everybody was wondering. And so now we knew this, the first uh, the four highest-ranked teams uh, from a conference champions will be seeded one through four, and they're going to receive a bye. That's where I'm thinking Georgia will be as we talk about this. But what do you think about the format? You like it? I, I like it from a general college football sense. I think if you're a Georgia fan and if you're an SEC fan, uh, I would not hold on to this format for too long. I do think that eventually they're going to do away with automatic berths and eventually Mm. just see the 12 best teams one through 12, Mm. because I think what you possibly run into right now is, all right, you know, let's say, you know, you're in the SEC championship game and you lose that game. There's, you know, you have to go play an extra game and, you know, you might not necessarily get that to be a home game. You might have to go and play on the road in one of those first round games. So uh, I'll be interested in seeing what the appetite is, for how long the conferences want to remain, specifically the big two at this point, the SEC and the Big 12, want to remain at five automatic berths and seven at large berths because I do think that there are going to potentially be years where you've got a team in that SEC championship game, Big 12 championship game, and they lose, and they potentially fall out of the playoff altogether. So a lot of this is still tied to conference championships, and I do think that that, you know, as it currently stands, still matters. I'll be interested in seeing moving forward how much of an appetite there is for those games and thus for those automatic berths long term. I know that, uh, Connor, we've looked at the Big Ten and the SEC as the big dogs in this, obviously, and, and you would feel that, you know, Oregon, let's say Oregon doesn't even make their conference championship. They're in. You know, now maybe, you know, are they going on the road? Are they hosting? You could argue that Georgia this year, there's a couple of SEC teams that got meat grinders of schedules, that Georgia, you know, loses the SEC championship or maybe doesn't even win the division with two losses. But, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of variables. But let's just say Georgia loses the SEC championship and then has to go turn around and play in Ohio State or whoever loses the Michigan-Ohio State game or Penn State, for instance. That's, that's going to be some uncharted territory, but it'll make for great, great football. Right, and so that's, I think, what team, now, like, there are obviously going to be some years, you know, I, I think this past year, where, you know, you have a Washington and Oregon where both those teams are still in, regardless of what happens. Of course, now the Pac-12 a, a, as a conference is gone, but more often than not, you're going to be able to meet, you know, the top two teams who will be safely in, and thus, I think, 
you know, in an ideal world, you're playing for a bye, and if you lose that game, you do still, while, yes, you have to go play a first-round game, you get that at home. I think that's an advantage that teams would be open to. Uh, you know, Oregon would have been one of those teams this year. Georgia would have been one of those teams this year. And Alabama, you know, won their conference and thus got the extra bye and the extra off week there. So I think that's something to watch going forward is just, again, when you start seeing teams, you know, go from playing in a conference championship game and either losing and moving, going to have to play a road game that first round or missing it all together because there's some strange, you know, three-way tie and, you know, the number 10 team is the second team in the SEC. They lose and then, boom, they're out of the tournament. I think that'll be when SEC and Big Ten teams really start stopping their feet. But for now, uh, you know, college football in general, if you're a Florida State fan, if you're a Clemson fan, if you're an Arizona State fan, although they're not particularly good right now, if you're more of a general fan, you do have an easier path of winning your way into the college football playoff and having a chance to to ultimately control your own destiny. Connor, are we going to go to nine games in 2025 in the SEC? I don't think 2025. I think for the SEC, they're going to do this in 2026, potentially. I think they want to see, one, you know, what it looks like for a first year in terms of eight games and moving to the, to the uh, college football playoff. Do you want to go to a ninth game? Because, I mean, the reality is I don't think you're going to, get a, going to get a new TV deal from ESPN, and thus that might lessen the appetite to add an extra SEC game. Uh, I'm of the belief that these teams should all play each other. You should have more in-conference games. I think right. it protects certain rivalries. Georgia-Auburn, uh, Alabama-Tennessee come to mind there. Texas-Texas A&M, which is part of the reason so many people were excited when the Longhorns moved to the conference. Uh, but I think they're going to be hesitant to see what that looks like. I believe the Big 12 – or the Big 10, excuse me, currently plays nine games. And it'll be interesting in seeing – you know, how much that extra conference game factors into teams making the college football playoffs. So for the first year, I think they're going to see it. I think they're also, for 2025, going to want, you know, a return schedule, maybe not exact opposite from what teams have in 2024, but something similar. That way you still see a lot of these important matchups. It's a Connor Riley with us, guys, from Dog Nation. Is is the pushback on this? Is 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 are there camps that are in and all in for the nine game? Like, where does Georgia stand on this? Where we we tried to get out of Josh Brooks a few months ago, but I just think fans, who, especially for boosters who pay for season tickets, want to see the best games and the strength of schedule will play out, and you'll still be in the playoff. Right. Uh, you know, Georgia's never come out and publicly said this, but I believe that they are in favor of a nine-game schedule, as you point out, Mike, because you get those extra home games. And Georgia, you know, losing a game every year uh, to Florida and playing that in a neutral side game, well, I believe is important to continue to play that game in Jacksonville. Not everyone shares that same point. And so getting a ninth game in some years evens out the home road discrepancy there. And I think that would ultimately be a good thing. I think that's what Georgia looks for. But if you're a Kentucky, if you're a Mississippi State, or even you look at this 2024 schedule, Missouri and Ole Miss, if you have a favorable schedule and you avoid some of the bigger teams, it's potentially easier to rack up wins, and in this case for Missouri and Ole Miss, potentially make a college football playoff this year when you are not playing as many teams in the SEC because Missouri doesn't draw Alabama and Georgia. And Ole Miss, yes, they play Georgia, but they get them at home, and there's no Texas, there's no Alabama on their schedule. So I think with that in mind, uh, you know, there are going to be teams and programs out there, you know, it was kind of known, it was reported, I believe, last summer, uh, when it was first being discussed, the, your Mississippi States, your Kentuckys of the world uh, don't necessarily love the idea of a nine-game schedule because it's more conference games and thus for those schools, more losses. 
We're talking with our buddy Connor Riley from Dog Nation. Follow him and uh, keep up with everything that's going on, not only in college football, but also specifically for the dogs. What about the uh, the meetings that happened? Where does this go? Like the future and what progress has been made? These were just conversations, right? I mean, I heard Greg Sankey just say, listen, we want to be ahead of getting solutions for not only our conference, but for college football. How much progress is really made? Right. So, you know, again, I think so much of college football, it's lacking a clear voice and there's no real leader. There's no college football commissioner. Uh, for a long time, they've all been content to work it, work within the framework of the NCAA. But I think you've seen with Tennessee and uh, their lawsuit against the NCAA with regards to NIL. Uh, I think that, you know, it's going to take these conferences specifically, I think the big, Tw- big 10 and the SEC, they're going to need to take a little bit less from themselves individually and make some sacrifices and say, hey, we want to play within these ramifications. We're going to have a set commissioner that can both, you know, I think legislate better and more effectively uh, with some of the changes we've seen in the sport in recent years, but also levy out punishments to ensure fairness and competitive balance. Uh, the NCAA hasn't been great at doing either of those things. So I think going forward, it'll be interesting to see how much in particular I think the SEC and the Big Ten maybe want to give up a little bit in sense of a better all-around college football product and how much they potentially also want to let the ACC, let the Big 12 and some of those other, now I guess, G6 conferences in there to see what the future of college football holds. Obviously, the SEC and Big Ten, because they have the best teams and because they have the most money and the strongest television deals, I think hold a lot of the cards. But ultimately, those programs are going to have to be content. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12th precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. With taking a little bit less in terms of power and responsibility if they're ultimately, I think, going to want to advance themselves. It's Connor Riley with us guys from Dog Nation here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Last week, our man Turtle found some stuff from ESPN that was ranking teams' talent coming back. And they had something about Georgia being like 47th in talent. Coming. I was like, they have every five-star recruit. They're number one in recruiting. Uh, what would be your biggest concern about the team from a, from a dog guy who covers the dogs every day coming back next year? Yeah, I think the two areas of concern are the defensive line and the wide receiver position. On defensive line, look, Georgia won national championships in 2021 and 2022 because they had first-rounders on their defensive line. Unless, you know, Michael Williams make a huge leap this offseason, I still don't know, even with guys like Warren Brinson and Nass Stackhouse coming back, if Georgia has those true top-of-the-line, you know, dominant interior defensive linemen. Maybe Christian Miller makes a big leap. I know they're counting on former five-star prospect Jordan Hall to do the same. 
But Georgia won national championships because of how great the defensive line was. And while it's a deeper group this year, I think there's still until we go at them and see, and we're going to find out early with games against Clemson at Kentucky and at Alabama in the first little month of the season. I think there's still fair questions about how great this offensive line or the defensive line is. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you know, you lose Brock Bowers, you lose Vlad McConkie. Well, Georgia's still, I think, really well set at the tight end position. Who are going to be, you know, Carson Beck's go-to guys uh, on the offensive side of the ball? I know they really like Dylan Bell. Obviously, they bring Trevor Etienne out of the transfer portal from Florida. But on the offensive side of the ball, when it's third and four and Carson Beck needs to make a play, who does he trust to get the ball to? Uh, he did that with Brock Bowers and Ladd McConkey a season ago. When both those guys were hurt against Alabama, I think that really showed and hurt the offense there against Alabama. So I'm interested in seeing how Georgia goes about in developing those weapons. Not that they don't lack them, but just who, who emerges those guys that Carson trusts in those big situations. It's going to be interesting to see. Of course, we're counting down the G Day as well. Coming up in April, Connor Riley, tell the people where they can find your stuff, man. Yeah, if you guys can follow me on Twitter at KConnorRiley. We've got a ton of stuff. NFL Combine is next week, and then before that, spring practice will be here before you know it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.